She wasn't ready. Cool. Well, good morning. My name is Tom. If, if you're new here or we haven't met, my name is Tom. And uh, just want to welcome you here this morning. And um, yeah, being fifth Sunday of the month, or as, we, as Mara announced that we're going to, every, every month that we have a fifth Sunday, we're going to give our, our B Kids people a break. And, and this morning, being the first one, Here's what we want to do. We want to honor those that serve in B Kids. We want to honor the leadership of B Kids, and we want to encourage parents. And that's kind of the goal of the next 20 or 30 minutes. Okay, so so if you're wondering what the next 20 or 30 minutes are about, that's what we're going to try and hit on in the next um, in, in the few moments. So let me ask this: If you serve in B Kids on any capacity, whether it's the check-in desk or any one of the three rooms or helping set up the rooms. Uh, during the during the week, could you stand up so we can recognize who you are? Stay standing, stay standing. Yes, thank you guys. So, so those of you who are parents, these are who you're releasing your kids to every Sunday morning. Hopefully, you're encouraged. Um, and I know there's there's some that weren't able to be here this morning, but guys, just as you stand, here's here's what I want to tell you. Thank you guys. Thank you for loving the kids that that come to branches. Thank you for serving in the church on Sundays, and thank you for, for being willing to partner with the parents as they raise their kids to know Jesus. So thank you guys very much. So you guys can have a seat. And we, we made a video for you guys. So we want to show you guys a video, okay? So check out this video. Eric, do you like your Sunday school class? Do I like my Sunday school class? Absolutely. I feel like it's a perfect fit for who I am and where I'm at with God. I feel like I can really excel in this group. I tried other classes at church, but I don't know. They just weren't really for me. It's, it's hard to get out of bed and drive all the way down to church if you're not getting anything out of the class in the first place. But this one it just really gels with my personal learning style. I feel like Mrs. Evans gets it. You know, She really understands how to teach to me. I think she's pretty impressed with my Bible knowledge, too. You can tell me who built the ark. No. No. Eric? Noah. Was it Noah? Yes, it was Noah. I knew it. Where were you guys at? I know what people say, but no, it's not just the snacks and songs that make it a better Sunday school class. I just... I, I feel like I really connect with the other students here, too. So who do you like better, Spider-Man or Batman? Spider-Man. Yes. I just got the new Spider-Man shoes the other day. They're really fast. And Mrs. Evans, she just makes the word come alive with all those big pictures and take-home papers. and yeah, She just really brings it down to my level. Jesus. It was Jesus. <laughs> Jesus said that. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Of course Sunday school is important. I, as long as it's not too difficult and you feel comfortable in it. I mean, I've been in Mrs. Evans' Sunday school class 15 years now. I'm not going anywhere. Yo, teach. I get another one of these. 
Okay. We will not let somebody stay 15 years, okay? If, if somebody wants to stay 15 years, we're going to have a talk. A nice talk. An awkward conversation. So, here at Branches, here's, here's where we always talk about our mission statement, who we are, why, why we exist, what is kind of our marching orders. And we, we talk about it, and it kind of comes into to picture in, into six words, that we love God, that we love others, and that we make disciples. And simply what that means is that we want everything that comes from us to come out of a, a love relationship we have with God, with God, an intimate relationship we have with God. And because of that, because of the relationship that we endeavor to have with God, both personally and as a body, we believe that, that out of that will flow to where we can love others the way we love ourselves. And then through that, we'll see people that will be attracted to, to the relationship with God, and then they can, we can invite them into a relationship with Jesus and, and make disciples. So that's kind of, that's, that's, that's what we hang our hat on here at Branches. And, and within the children's ministry, within B-Kids, we hang our hat on that as well. So, so when you drop your child off at B-Kids, you need to understand that you're not dropping them off for an hour and a half of daycare. And, and coloring and just songs, even though they do sing and they do color. But you're dropping them off into a place where the leadership of, of B-Kids is investing in your child and partnering with you as you raise your child. And they're investing in your child and teaching them the heart of God for them and, and, and hoping that God captures their heart so they, they turn and look to Jesus. And so when, where we get this, this mission statement of love God, love others, and make disciples, you probably know this. We get this in the Gospels where there was this, like, I call him a smart aleck, but this, this, this guy who wanted to ask Jesus a question to try and basically trip Jesus up there, trying to, to catch him in order to um, accuse him. And if you look in Luke chapter 10, here's, here's what it says. It says, one day an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. He said, teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus says, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? And the man said, you must love your, the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said, right, do this and you will live. And, th- and this is what we endeavor to do and what we endeavor to do with our kids. Now, here's what I think is happening. I think Jesus could have said this to to that guy. I think instead of him saying, what does, the law, uh, what does the law of Moses say? I think Jesus could have said to him, what did your mom and dad teach you? What was it that your mom and dad taught you about what's what, the way to get to heaven? What is the way? What, and, and in another passage, the, the guy asked, what's the greatest of the commandments? And I think Jesus could have simply said, what did your mom and dad teach you? What did they teach you growing up? And, and this is why I think that if you go to Deuteronomy, this is where Moses gives this law. And so what we're finding here is Moses has brought down the Ten Commandments, and he's, he's given it to the people of Israel, and, he, and, he's, and he's telling them, this is the law that God has given me. You guys, God has given us to follow. And he says this in, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. It says, listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone, or is one God. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. So, so when, when Jesus asked the guy who tests him, what is the law of Moses says, this is what Jesus is referring to. But, but Moses goes on in chapter 6 to, to say more stuff. And the reason why I think Jesus could have said, what did your mom and dad teach you? Because in, in, if we read on, this is what 
This is what Moses says. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you're on the road, when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Tie them on your hands and wear them on your forehead as a reminder. Write them on the doorposts of your house and of your gate. And here here we see Moses is exhorting the children of Israel to take the commandments that he's just given to them, and he's saying, teach them to your kids. Not only is he saying, teach them to your kids, but he's saying, in all times, teach them to their kids. When you wake up, when you go to bed, when you're outside, when you're in your home. In, if you grew up in the 70s or 80s, here's, what I, here's how I think we translated this, my, or at least our parents translated this. It was the embroidered, like, Ten Commandments hanging on the wall. You remember that? Moses is saying, you know, write them on the doorpost of your bed. Well, our moms made, made like needlepoint Ten Commandments and it was on the wall. Or, you know, verses on the wall. You guys remember this? We don't do this anymore, right? I'm glad. But, um, but what Moses is saying is at all times be teaching your kids to love God with everything that you are. And, and parents, that's what I, I want to encourage you is, is that's, that's our job as parents to our kids. And, and here's what needs to happen. When Moses is saying this, he's telling them to do it with intention. So, so, so if you're a parent and you're like, I want to teach my kids, here's what he's saying. He's saying you have to be intentional. He's saying to talk about it when you wake up. So when you get up and it's breakfast time, you talk about the love of God with your children. Before they go to bed, you talk about the love of God to your children. When you're in the home, you talk about the love of God to your children. When you're, when you're traveling on the road, you talk about the love of God with your children, but you have to be intentional about it. You know, Joe and I, about seven or eight years ago, we met with this mentor couple, and I, we were asking them how to raise our kids. Like, hey, tell us the tricks. Because they had teenage and adult kids that seemed to come out really good, and our kids were entering into that teenage years, and we wanted to know their trick to the trade of raising kids. So we sat with them at a restaurant and, you know, tell us what you guys did so we can raise our kids that way. And the word that they kept saying was intentional. They said it over and over and over. Be intentional. Be in- it, I felt like it was like I needed a tattoo it on my arm so I could remember. Be intentional. Be intentional. Be intentional. And, and, they, and they started with saying, be intentional with your marriage. Be intentional with how you guys love each other. Be intentional with how your children see you guys loving each other. Be intentional with how you train your kids, what you tell your kids, how you talk to them. Be intentional with the goals that you have in mind for your kids. And so you, you know where you're going to. Be intentional, be intentional. I think this is what Moses is encouraging the children of Israel. Is be intentional as you teach your kids that Jesus loves them. Be, he, he wouldn't have said Jesus, but that God loves them. Be intentional to love God first and foremost with everything that's in their, in their heart. And so parents, here's the encouragement. As you raise your kids Lock that one down. Lock that one down. Know that that the love of God is for your children. Know that teaching them the love of God, like Mara read, when we teach them that and they and they understand and God captures their heart and they have a heart for God, they will not depart when they're older. So be intentional. Moses goes on and says this, verse twenty. Now, now he after he gives this, you know, he says a few things. And then verse twenty, it says this: In the future, your children will ask. What is the meaning of these laws, decrees, and regulations that the Lord our God has commanded us to obey? So as we teach our kids, they may start to ask questions. They may start to say, what does all this mean? And, that, and that's where maybe as parents we can get ourselves a little bit scared, right? What do, we tell my, what do I tell my kid? What do I tell them? I mean, I'm teaching them to love God. I'm teaching them why it's important to love God. But when they start to ask the questions, what do I te- teach them? And Moses gives us the answers, and he says, he says to the children of Israel, 
when your, parent, when your kids ask this, to share your testimony. So parents, here, here's a simple, simple tool that you could put in your belt. That when your kids start asking questions, share your testimony. Here's what Moses said. He says, you must tell them we were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his strong hand. The Lord did miraculous signs and wonders before our eyes, dealing, terif- dealing terrifying blows against Egypt and Pharaoh and all his people. He brought us out of Egypt so he could give us this land he swore to give our ancestors. Moses is telling them to share with their kids, so, with our ancestors, okay? So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so Moses is saying, share with your kids what you saw God do. You remember the children of Israel were caught in, they were in slavery, and through Moses, God used Moses to go in, and through some plagues, finally Pharaoh released them, and then Pharaoh changed his mind. He's chasing them. They get to the Red Sea. The sea Moses, you know, stretches out his hands, the sea parts. The children of Israel pass through safely, and as the Pharaoh's army's in the middle, they coll- the sea collapses and, and kills them all. You guys know this story, right? If you've seen the movie or you've read the, if you read the book. And Moses is saying, when your children are asking this, tell them, Tell your children of the wonderful things that you've seen me do on your behalf. So here's the, here's, here's the simple thing for parents as we raise our kids. And, our, and we want our kids to love God. We tell them how God delivered us out of slavery. Because we're all slaves to sin, weren't we? I love this song that we just sang. I love this song because it says, I'm no longer that slave because God came and made me his child. And I'm his, I'm his son. I don't have to live in fear because God came and made me a son. I've been released. From the, from the bondage of slavery. Tell your kids about your story about how you came to Jesus. Tell your kids about how Jesus died for you and you received that and how they could do that. Tell your kids how God has, has worked in your life from that point on. What God has seen, what you've seen God do in your life from that point on. Parents, parenting kids is, is a, a, probably the most important thing that you, God can entrust you with as they are young, and raising them to love him is our duty, is what, is what we are charged to do. So we need to be intentional. We need to share our testimony with them. And, and, and so I want to encourage you this with B-Kids. When, when your kid comes to B-Kid, your child comes to B-Kid, I want you to have the mindset that you're not dropping your child off so that the church can teach your children. Here's the mindset that B-Kids has, that the leadership of B-Kids has, that when you drop your child off, we are partnering with you in order to raise your child to love, to love God. We're partnering with you. It's, it, we're saying we want to join with you in your endeavors to raise your child to love Jesus, to know Jesus, and to love Jesus. And, and so, so, so for the parents, here, just be encouraged in that. And it, it's as simple as that. This, this morning, it was just, I simply wanted to say, be encouraged that your one job is to, is to raise your kids to love God. Be intentional. For those of us that maybe our kids are grown out of be kids, or we don't have children, we've yet to have children, whatever category we fit in, here's what that means for us. That means as, as, as the body of Christ, as branches, we get to join and partner with the parents in seeing their kids love Jesus. And so those that serve in B kids, this is what they're committed to do. Those of you who don't serve yet, this is the commitment we ask you to do. Here, here's, here's one of the distinctives that we say at Branches, and, and it's a vineyard thing, that we say everybody gets to play. Here's what this means. 
What that means is if you've come to Jesus and if you said yes to Jesus, if you're a follower of God, that you have giftings that God's given you to help grow his, his family. He's gifted you. And, and those gifts are used to serve within the church. Those gifts are used to serve the community and to, and to share Jesus with the community. But, it, but within the church, those gifts, you have those to, to make up the body of Christ. And so everybody gets to play means everybody gets to play a part in being the body of Christ. We're not, we're not a church that just says, hey, we got hired staff and our hired staff will handle everything. And you guys come on Sunday and enjoy what we do. Put some money in the plate because that keeps paying for our hired staff and go. That's not what we say. We say everybody gets to play. And so we kind of say everybody gets to play, but then I, I also say everybody's expected to play. That if you come in and you're going you're gonna to be a part of branches and you're going to come week after week and you're going to say, this is my home church, that we expect you to, to get on board. But here's, here's the other thing, the other language I want to start to use. Everybody's invited to play. This is an invitation to use what God's given you. This is an invitation to step in to serving something other than yourself. And, and, to, and to use that gift that God's given you to see somebody else come to, into a relationship with God or be encouraged in their relationship with God. So, so parents, we, we want to partner with you. Guys that, that don't have kids that go in there, we want to we use our gifting and join in with that. So here, that's, here's the invitation of that. That if you're not serving somewhere and you say, hey, I could, I could love a child for an hour, that, that you talk to Mitch and Candace, the, the leaders of, of B-Kids, and, and you say, hey, I'm willing to serve a little bit. I'm willing to, to get on board, to get my hands dirty a little bit. If you could hold a baby, we got a lot of babies in this church that need to be held and rocked. If you could love a child, then we want you to get involved, okay? So, so, so this morning with, with B-Kids, the, the last thing I want to do is I want to honor Mitch and Candace. I want to honor the, those who, the couple who have said yes to serving in this church. And here's what you need to know about Mitch and Candace. They put in hours to serve your children. It's not just show up at nine o'clock on Sunday morning and get a room ready and then play a couple songs. They're in here during the week working. They're, they're communicating with all their leaders. They're setting up the, the curriculum and coordinating all that. They're, they're tearing down the room and decorating the room every couple months they don't get paid to do this. They just, they love God and they want to serve God. So we want to honor them. And, and we want, we want to, you, I want you guys to be able to hear their hearts for your kids, okay? So we made a video of Mitch and Candace and listen to this video. I'm committed to leading B-Kids. We're committed to leading B-Kids. Um, one, because we have a desire to see, um, to see God's kingdom in practical ways, ways that, ways that touch people's hearts and and two because we love kids and we're excited um, about the process of just seeing and and discovering what that looks like to see to see how the kingdom moves in in kids uh, just to see what the Holy Spirit brings up as we're um, as we're ministering as, as we're learning along with the kids. On Sunday mornings, the impact we're really hoping to make on the kids is that every kid that comes in the room, they know that somebody here loves them unconditionally and that God loves them unconditionally. So in our mission statement, we talk about 
kingdom worldview. And we really want the kids to understand what it is to have a kingdom worldview. So basically what we're talking about is in Matthew 6, Jesus talked about seeking the kingdom and God's righteousness first, first and foremost. And that doesn't say so that then we can get all these things that we really want. It says, seek my kingdom first. It's all about the kingdom. And it continues on in chapters 16 and 19 and 20. And he's saying, if you want to be first in my kingdom, you have to be last here. And if you want to have fullness of life in my kingdom, then you have to lose your life here. And this goes completely against what the world tells us. And so we really want the kids to understand that this is our focus. Our focus is eternity, not not the here and now, not gaining a lot of stuff that we want now, but we want to live in light of eternity. So we tried to challenge the faith of the kids that, that come into Be Kids, who who we know are especially ones that have been raised in church or, you know, they're, they're Christians. Um, we, we try to challenge their, their thinking, challenge their faith with, with things like, did you know that God speaks to us more that more and more often than, than we speak to him? Did, did you know that God gives us the, the special, uh, special eyes and, and ears on our hearts that allow us to see and, and hear and experience him in, in ways that that we can't with our, our physical senses. So as the kids progress through B Kids, in each classroom, there's just kind of a different uh, different truths that we hope that they gain before they move on to the next classroom. So you start in the nursery and most of them are babies you know, small toddlers. And so naturally, we just want them to know that they're loved, that Jesus loves them, that, you know, when they're crying, somebody's holding them, that it's a safe place, that they can come to church and it's a safe place for them to be. And that, you know, our workers will pray over them and just love on them and play with them, that somebody cares about them. And then as they go into the preschool kindergarten class, then we are more structured. And the things that we really want them to understand before they graduate out of the kindergarten class is that God loves me. God made me. And Jesus wants to be my friend forever. Then as they come into the elementary classroom, as they progress and are with us for several years, we before they head into uh, junior high, we we want them to understand that God, my father, is a good father. He's not distant. He's not harsh, but he's a good father who loves me and wants to be in relationship with me. We want them to know that Jesus died on the cross so that I can be in relationship with him, so that I can know him and that I can live eternally with with God in heaven. We didn't talk about that one.
Mitch and Candace, come on up here. Let's honor these guys as they come up, okay? Here's what we want to do. Wait for the family to roll up here. Guys, I just publicly, I want to say thank you for serving. Thank you for committing and for, for just capturing the vision of, of branches and, um, and, and being willing to lead in that, okay? So thank you guys very much. So here's, here's what I want to do. I want to pray over them, and I just want to bless them. And I, I want to ask that um, maybe the worship team could come up. And um, if, you, if you would like to come up and, and, and just we'll lay hands on them and, just, and ask God to just bless them in their marriage, in the ministry that, that God's called them to, that they're faithfully serving in. And, uh, and then we'll move on from there. So, so here's what, let's move you guys kind of over to the, to the side. Hey, Leighton, I saw you on the video, Leighton. Yeah, did you see yourself? He threw a paper airplane at me. So let me pray. And then, and then here's what we'll do. I'll pray over them. And then, and then I'm going to continue to wrap the service up. If you guys just want to just individually pray over them as well. Okay. So that'd be good. So, so Jesus, we thank you for, for the crumbs and, and just their heart to, to want to pour their lives into the children here at Branches. God, I thank you that Mitch and Candace spend time during the week loving you and building their relationship with you so that they have enough to pour out on a Sunday morning. God, I, I pray that you would bless them. God, would you bless their marriage, bless their communication as they, as they plan and work and, and, and develop this ministry. Lord, would you bring people their way that would, would jump in and um, want to serve alongside of them. God, would you, would you show people the importance that we see our kids are here at, at Branches? And would you, would you bless them with, with more workers than than they than they need, so that they can they can have this, the calendars full, and and kids can be loved on and and know your love. God, I thank you that that they are committed. I thank you that that they love your kids, and that they want to serve you in Jesus' name. So so here's how we're going to wrap up this service. We want to give an opportunity for people to to just receive from God and. As we were praying before the service, there was this there was just this picture that somebody had of um, of somebody who just feels distance from God, and you just feel like you need God to comfort you. It was as simple as that. And so the picture was that it was a person that just needed needed kind of God to wrap their arms around them and just say, "You're loved, you're loved." And so if if me saying that strikes a chord in, in your heart. I want to encourage you to be bold to come up and get prayed for as we, as we wrap up the service. So if, if you just say, yeah, I just need to know that God loves me, then, then what's going to happen is we're going to finish with a worship song. And then when that worship song's winding down, there'll be people standing up here. And you just come on up. And if you just need, you just need to know that God loves you, they'll pray. And, and, and they'll ask God to, to, to just to, to comfort you in a way that you, you'll know. Okay, so that, that was one. If you're a person that, that you say, man, I, I've, got, I've got a stiff neck. Let me go with that one today. I know somebody in here has a stiff neck. 
and you want God to, to loosen up that neck, we believe God heals. We believe God's still in that business today. And so we could pray and ask God, would you, would you heal, heal my neck? If, if you need some, some, some inner comfort of any kind, if, if it's emotional. If you just want to praise God for something, at the end of this song, we'll be dismissed. And if you want to stay in here, we always leave time for, for, um, for this place to just be a place of continued worship and prayer. And it's our invitation to you to, to be, get prayed for, to receive some prayer, to receive some love from God, or just to stay in your seat and continue to worship, okay? So, so let me close this in prayer, and then, and then we'll wrap up that way, okay? So if you'll stand with me. God, it's, it's our intention here at Branches to be your family. And so, Lord, just symbolically, us having Family Sunday on this fifth Sunday is, is kind of us just saying we are one family. And we're okay with, with the noise of kids in the room, and we're okay with the, 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 just the, the, the change of, of our normal Sunday morning service. God, we, we're just your family that want to love you. So God, as, as we finish up, would you just, would you meet us in a place individually that we can, can pour our hearts out to you? Would you meet us in a place that, that whatever, if there's a void, if there's a, a, a separation, that that'll be, that'll be, that gap will be filled. Lord, I know there's people in here that are hurting. And God, I, I just want to pray that you would encourage them to not leave this place with whatever they walked in with. That they can, they can drop that off and de- deposit that to you and, and leave without that hanging on them. So God, would you comfort people today and encourage people? And Lord, we, we love you. We love your children. And God, we want to see them serving and loving you now. Not when they're 18, not when they've graduated high school or college but loving you now. And so God, would you bless the ministry and the people who serve in B-Kids as we endeavor to do that. And God, this is for your praise. God, we're here to worship you. So God, we just pray that you were blessed today in our worship. In Jesus' name, amen.